You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, I'm John Tucker. And I'm Karen Moscow. Here are the stories we're following today. The massive year-end rally in bonds. In fact, the world's debt market on track to post its biggest two-month gain on record. Now, Bloomberg's Kriti Gupta has more on the reasons behind the move. It's a complete 180 in the markets as investors around the world become more and more confident that inflation is actually in the rare view mirror. It's creating a massive bet in the bond market that is really unseen historically. The momentum that you're seeing in just the last two months has really created this idea that maybe you might see rates go even lower in 2024, not just from the Federal Reserve, but from market participants as well. Swaps, the measure through which traders make bets on the Federal Reserve and other central banks around the world, well, they're pricing about 150 basis points of rate cuts right here in the United States and the UK next year. It's almost 175 basis points in the Eurozone. As investor confidence bills, central banks have done their job right. Bloomberg's Kriti Gupta says the Bloomberg Global Aggregate Total Return Index has risen nearly 10% over November and December. Well, we turn to equities now, John, and European stocks are hovering near a two-year high after the rally seen across Wall Street and Asian markets. And we go to London and get the latest with Daybreak Europe anchor Stephen Carroll. Stephen. Thanks, Karen and John. European markets started out the day with gains, but that positive sentiment has petered out for now. The stock 600 has dipped into the red, along with the benchmarks in London, Paris and Frankfurt. Energy among the worst performing sectors, oil majors falling as crude prices retreat. Now, trading volumes across Europe are less than half their 30-day average, but the European benchmark is up almost 13% this year and is still hovering at its highest level since January 2022. In London, Stephen Carroll, Bloomberg Radio. All right, thanks, Stephen. Oil retreating from a one-month high. Traders say key technical gauges. They're flashing weakness amid thin holiday trading. Supply risk posed by Yemen-based Houthi rebels haven't abated even as incidents in the Red Sea start to slow down. The shipping giant Hapag Lloyd says it will keep its vessels away from the Red Sea despite the launch of a U.S.-led task force to protect the key trade route. Sylvia Westall is Bloomberg's managing editor in the Middle East. This idea of having a protection for shipping in this region, it actually already exists. There's actually already forces based there. So I think some of the companies are a bit confused as to what it will really entail. Bloomberg's managing editor, Sylvia Westall says spot rates for container shipping have jumped 26% over the past four weeks. As we check Brent crude, the international benchmark, it is down 31 cents at 79.34 a barrel. And John, Bitcoin is above $43,000. It's been quite a run for the cryptocurrency. We get more with Bloomberg's Eddie Vanderwalt. 
prices went up from about uh, 16,000 at the end of last year to more than 43,000 at the moment. That's a rally of 160%, which, you know, in Bitcoin land is not uncommon. We do see these big up moves, but usually that is, uh, you know, associated with a lot of excitement and a lot of media attention and so on. We haven't seen that this year. What we are seeing, though, is as the expectation of lower rates in the US and elsewhere probably comes to fruition next year, money becomes cheaper and, and there's more speculative money around and some of that can flow into, into assets like Bitcoin. And Bloomberg's Eddie Vanderwald says optimism over a possible SEC-approved Bitcoin ETF is also helping fuel gains. And meanwhile, one of Kathy Wood's exchange-traded funds has executed a massive shakeup in its Bitcoin-related holdings. More from Bloomberg's Jeff Bellinger. The ARK Next Generation Internet ETF sold all of its remaining shares of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, according to data compiled by Bloomberg. And on the same day, ARK Investment Management data show that it bought more than 4.3 million shares of ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF, making it the fund's second biggest holder. Wood has been trimming her holdings in the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust in recent months, even as Bitcoin rose to its highest levels since April of 2022. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg Radio. All right, Jeff, thanks. Well, Apple putting its latest smartwatch models back on sale in its U.S. retail stores. That's after it won a court ruling pausing a U.S. sales ban on its newest models. Mark Gurman covers Apple for Bloomberg in California. In terms of what happens now, the Apple stores in the U.S., they have about 270 of them, began resuming sales of the Series 9 and Ultra 2 that are at the very center of this patent dispute with Mossimo. Thursday, about noon Pacific time, the Apple Watch Ultra 2 and Series 9 will return to the online store so you can buy the model that you'd like from their online store. And then starting on Saturday, all Apple stores in the U.S. nationwide will begin carrying the Ultra 2 and Series 9 again. And Bloomberg's Mark Gurman says the ruling now buys the company some time in its ongoing patent dispute with medical device maker Massimo. In geopolitical news, the Biden administration has announced another aid package for Ukraine. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. It is $250 million in weapons and equipment and the final package of the year. It's drawn from Pentagon stocks, including ammunition for artillery and air defense systems, as well as anti-armor munitions and more than 15 million rounds of small arms ammunition. The DOD as well says the Javelin anti-tank systems and Stinger anti-aircraft missiles will be offered. Secretary of State Antony Blinken in a statement said, it is imperative that Congress act swiftly to advance our, the U.S., national security interests by helping Ukraine defend itself. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. All right, John, thanks. Time now for a look at some of the other stories making news around the world. And for that, we're joined by Bloomberg's Amy Morris. Amy, good morning. Good morning, Karen. A coalition of mayors is asking the federal government to provide more support to manage the influx of migrants arriving by bus or plane from Texas. Mayors from New York City, Denver and Chicago all say they need help as Texas Governor Greg Abbott sends more migrants to Democratic-led cities. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson. All of our cities have reached a point where we are either close to capacity or nearly out of room. Without significant intervention from the federal government, this mission 
will not be sustained. In addition, New York City Mayor Eric Adams has issued an executive order which requires 32 hours notice from charter bus companies transporting migrants to the city. President Biden is justifying U.S. attacks on targets in Iraq. Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons reports. In a letter to congressional leaders, President Biden says the Christmas Day attacks on three installations linked to an Iran-backed insurgent group were necessary to prevent further attacks on U.S. military personnel. Biden writes that the strikes were intended to, quote, degrade and disrupt attacks on the U.S. and its partners and to deter Tehran's proxy forces from conducting further attacks. The U.S. and its allies are trying to keep the Israel-Hamas conflict from escalating into a broader war. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. Presidential candidate Nikki Haley is refusing to say that slavery led to the Civil War. During a New Hampshire town hall yesterday, a voter asked Haley what was the cause of the Civil War. And the former South Carolina governor and ambassador to the U.N. gave a lengthy response about the role of government and the rights of the people. But she never mentioned slavery. What do you want me to say about slavery? Next question. The voter who asked the question said he found it astonishing slavery wasn't even mentioned. U.S. Representative Lauren Boebert says she's changing districts in Colorado. It's the right move for me personally, and it's the right decision for those who support our conservative movement. Boebert, a Republican, announced on Facebook she'll move to the 4th Congressional District, trying for the seat vacated by Ken Buck, who won't be seeking re-election. Global News 24 hours a day and whenever you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Amy Morris. This is Bloomberg. Karen. All right, Amy, thank you. Well, we do bring you news throughout the day right here on Bloomberg Radio. But now, as Amy said, you can get the latest news on demand, and that means whenever you want it, just subscribe to Bloomberg News Now to get the latest headlines at the click of a button. Get informed on your schedule. You can listen and subscribe to Bloomberg News Now on the Bloomberg Business app, Bloomberg.com, plus Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Time now for the Bloomberg Sports Update. Here's Dan Schwartzman. Dan. Good morning, Karen. A stunner in Denver as the Broncos have decided that nine-time Pro Bowl quarterback Russell Wilson will be benched starting with Sunday's game against the L.A. Chargers. Jared Stidham will get the start. Head coach Sean Payton says it's all about getting a spark on offense. Rather than get into the specifics, because I think that would be unfair today, it's more about what we weren't doing effectively enough offensively. And, you know, when we were getting two or three turnovers, that's one thing. But, um, you know, ultimately our job is to get the ball in the end zone. And we've got to be more efficient doing that, all of us. That's courtesy of Broncos.com. Wilson starts the first year of a five-year, $242.6 million extension next year, with $39 million they guaranteed for 2024. If Wilson can't pass a physical in early March, $37 million more will be guaranteed. Week 17 of the NFL season gets underway. The Jets on the road in Cleveland facing the Browns. Cleveland is 10-5. Jets come in at 6-9. Trevor Simeon gets a start for New York. Joe Flacco is the quarterback for the Browns. The finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2024 have been announced. First-time candidates include Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates. In the NBA, the Philadelphia 76ers remain hot. They knock off the Magic in Orlando 112-92. Meanwhile, Milwaukee, a big 144-122 win over the Brooklyn Nets. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 32 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists. That's your Bloomberg Sports Update. I'm Dan Schwartzman. Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's dedication. It's fortitude. And it's the work 
passion and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years, and it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us, made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts From coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco, Boston to Washington, D.C., nationwide on Sirius XM, the Bloomberg Business App, and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Daybreak. And I'm John Tucker. Good morning. The world's bond market on track to post its biggest two-month gain on record. Meantime, S&P 500 flirting with a record. Well, let's get you set up for the trading day ahead. We're joined now by Tim Craighead, Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Equities Strategist. Hey, equities guy, let's start off with uh, yeah, the debt market. Investors seem convinced um, central banks have won their battle against inflation. What could possibly go wrong, Tim? Well, I tell you, it, it, it's it's very apropos to start off with a bond market if you're talking talking about stocks, uh, because that's what's driving stocks right now. There is no doubt about it. Uh, to the degree that we've seen, whether it's U.S., whether it's Europe, <clears throat> uh, around the globe, a big rally since late October uh, in equities. It's all about bond markets, and if you if you look at expectations of of central bank policy and use the Fed as the you know the the bellwether. Uh, we've gone from expecting uh, no rate cuts over the course of the next six to twelve months to where now you're looking at fifty basis points in six months and a hundred basis points in a year. And this is the issue, John. Uh, if this doesn't play through, if we have a change in reference for some inflation spike or something along those lines over the course of the next month or two, then this run we've had into year end across all asset classes 
is due for one of these abrupt volatile changes uh, like we saw a couple of times uh, in 2023. That's the risk. Hey, looking back on history, how unusual is it to see bonds and equities rally at the same time? And what does that indicate? Well, I mean, it, it is it is interesting in that if you look, whether it's in the post-pandemic period where you can really dig into this microscopically over or longer term, quite often you do see one versus the other. And it's the same in the equities market where you see um, either earnings driving equities or you see valuation driving equities. And you know the corollary there is valuations quite often in, in stocks are driven by what's transpiring in interest rates. And you know the point that you you're making here, it is unusual. You know, we've seen stocks and bonds rip over the course of the past two months. And granted, we are from a depressed level where, you, know, you you remember back into the depths of the sell-off in October. It was all about uh, longer for like higher for longer from a from a policy rate standpoint, um, and then all of a sudden we started seeing better inflation prints, and that whole psychology changed, which allowed the run up in bonds, which allowed the run up in valuation. You look at the PE on either U.S. or European markets. And they've they've ramped up a couple of of, uh, of points. That's a big move, and it's all because of the change in in bonds. So I I think you can find narrow points of time like this where you see a big swing in interest rates that does have an immediate impact in the equities market, and it's all about the valuation connection. All right, um, specific to equities, what right now is the bar for earnings? moving forward. It's a pretty low bar, I would imagine, in the U.S. Yeah, and, and I think you're right. Um, and it is a difference between the U.S. and the European markets. Um, you know, from a U.S. perspective, we had an earnings recession through late 22 into first half of 23. And we've started to see positive revisions coming over the, the the last six months, as we went through the mid-year earnings season into the third quarter reporting season, and estimates are still ticking up in the U.S. If you look over here, where I'm at in London and Europe, um, we actually had um, much better earnings performance over the course of 22 into the first half of 23. You'd be surprised if you looked at a chart on forward earnings expectations for Europe versus the U.S., Europe far outperformed over the course of the last 18 months. But the last three months, it started to change. We've had negative estimate revisions here in Europe, and that's likely to continue into the next year. We think that's a big risk factor for the for the first half of the year, where we are seeing a tick up in the U.S. And a lot of that's because of the, the TMT space, which was really the cause of the earnings recession in the U.S., starting to to actually come alive um, and we don't have that crutch here you're listening to bloomberg daybreak today your morning brief on the stories making news from wall street to washington and beyond look for us on your podcast feed at 6 a.m eastern each morning on apple spotify and anywhere else you get your podcasts you can also listen live each morning starting at 5 a.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, 
Bloomberg 1061 in Boston and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm John Tucker. And I'm Karen Moscow. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak. Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.